Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Waiting to win means you're losing. Look, on today's episode, we're going to get into talking about Black Friday and why Black Friday will not save you, why a single event, whether it's the trade show of the year, whether it's the Christmas rush, whether it's the the big, the big whatever that is your thing, whether that's 4th of July or Labor Day or whatever, that big event, let's just pick on Black Friday, why that's not going to save you. It's not going to save your store. It's not going to save your business. It's not going to save whatever your dream is because you're putting way too much responsibility and faith on something that you have very little control over. I want to get into all the reasons why this could be successful for you and why it is not successful for many, 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 many people. First, let's get into a story. This will shed a little bit of light on this. Now, I've been developing products for a pretty long time. And when you develop products, the sales side of a client, let's say they have a CEO and they have a CTO, the tech person, the tech person wants to build a pretty good product or a really great product. And there's downfalls to the way that they approach things and the way they think about developing. There's, there's, you know, there's pluses and minuses to everything, right? But the CEO or the sales team, they're always looking for, hey, we've got to get to this trade show or we've got to hit this deadline. Those are artificial deadlines. They don't have anything to do with generating a fantastic product. They have nothing to do with a critical need of a customer. They just have to do with this is the way people do it, I think. Uh, I think it would be important. And waiting for that big thing, say, hey, I want to plan around Black Friday, it sounds smart. It sounds smart to somebody on the outside because it sounds like something that a big company would do. They'd plan their big schedule out and say, here are the big events, and we want to make sure that all of our literature is in place and that this is in place and the team is in place and then our backdrops are in place and then our ads are in place. That's great. But as an entrepreneur, if you're an inventor, you're an e-commerce store, you're somebody looking to launch a product on Kickstarter, you're somebody that just has, let's say, a seven, eight-figure business, generally, this isn't as relevant as people want it to be. The trade shows might be more relevant to the Black Friday thing, but still, what ends up happening is like what is happening in this story, is you wait, you wait. And then anything could go wrong and delay. And it seems like with physical products, there's always challenges. And those challenges put a little bump in the road and it makes it extremely stressful. And everything, all the plans is they just hinge on that one big thing. So it becomes a boom or a bust situation. But when it is successful, it's like all the oxygen leaves the room. And I've seen this over and over again especially with Black Friday, and we'll get into this, is that it brings all the sales to that one point. And then they get no sales in December. They get slow sales in January, slow sales in February, and they go into a slump. So it puts more and more into this waiting for the big thing, big launch, boom and bust mentality. And that's no way to have a sustainable business. It's no way to lead your life. It's the no way to serve your customers and build a community, build a movement when you're going from frantically busy to desperately losing money. So let's break this down. How can we acknowledge the nature of reality? How can we know, hey, Black Friday is a thing? 
Hey, Christmas is a thing. Hey, whatever that big trade show is that you're looking forward to is a thing. But how can we best plan for success? Because I'm serious. Waiting for winning means you're losing. You're losing right now. It's like you're planning to lose now and later, but you just want this temporary point of inflection of temporary winning. So if you want to avoid that slump, that sales slump, what I want you to do is I want to think about your store like this or your launch like this. What can you do today that will push you farther forward immediately? What can you do today in planning that you can start implementing tomorrow that will start building and making you money next week? What you can do is you can start to bring sales forward. You have a community. You have a list. You might have a Facebook group. You have connections already. Well, you don't want those people to wait until Black Friday to purchase. You want to use Black Friday as a new incentive. You want to bring in new people. You want to bring people that are on the fence. You don't want your existing customers to wait because then you're going to go through a slump waiting between now and then and then afterwards. So what can you do to bring sales forward so people will pay at maybe more normal prices? They won't wait for that extreme discount. They won't wait for that super deal, whatever you're about to offer. Now, I know that summer is generally pretty slow for e-commerce, for brick and mortar, just for selling things. Summer is generally slower. Of course, uh, you know, it depends on your industry, but that's why you see so many sales because, you know, people, people are on vacation. They're doing other things. They're not worried about buying stuff in August. They're going here. They're going there. They're prepping their kids for school, you know. So summer is slow. And I understand people are coming out of that summer slump. They're thinking, hey, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy with this discount or this campaign or what have you. And we're going to get all ready for Black Friday. But just understand that now, then, and then later, discounts are not a strategy. That's not a brand building tool. You're not Walmart. Penetration pricing isn't going to be the thing. That's not going to be the move. Nobody's loyal to Walmart. Well, I, I'm sure that there's somebody is, but there's, <laughs> in general, they're not building a movement. They're not building a community. They're not competing on brand. You as an entrepreneur, your only choice is to compete on brand. Otherwise, you're going to get squished like a bug by Amazon, by your competitors, by Walmart, right? So discounts really aren't a they're not much of a brand building strategy. So if you're thinking, Hey, I'm going to incentivize my customers to purchase with me right now or on black Friday or later by giving discounts, 20%, 30%, you're not. What you're doing is you're training your audience to wait for discounts. Discounts are not a strategy. They're a desperation. They're a way to liquidate old inventory. They're a way to get people in and then upsell them. There's there's a reason for them. Watch how smart brands do it. But that 30% site-wide, that's a dangerous, it's a dangerous cord to pull. It's a dangerous thing. So this is what you can do right now. I want you to think what can you do that's not a discount to get people motivated and get them on the site? Who can you collaborate with? What piece of content can you come up with? What kind of campaign can you run? that's going to get people super excited, keep them top of mind. And why this is even more important is that if they didn't purchase, you're still kind of top of mind for when you hit them with the Black Friday campaign. You don't want to just come out of nowhere, right? They want to remember you. They want to like you. So 
This is the other thing about Black Friday. You got to stand out or you're going to get trampled. If you're slow and uncompetitive now, why are you waiting to the most competitive time on earth, or at least in the U.S., to sell products? How are you going to stand out when everyone is putting their A-game on, when everyone is putting out their holiday campaigns, when everybody's putting out their deepest discounts? That's going to be the time where you're going to say, hey, now I'm going to try to compete. I wasn't competitive in September and October, but now... At the end of November, I'm going to be competitive when everyone else is absolutely on point. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's, this is, it's something that is demonstrably false. So if you have a good game plan, why does it hinge on this one day? You know that people are ready and willing to spend money then, but can't you have that kind of strategic thinking, that type of massive action? Can't you bring that into today? If Again, if you're just thinking about discounts, this isn't going to stand out. Everybody's offering discounts. Everybody's doing 20%, 50%, buy one, get one free. What can you put together that pulls you and separates you out from everyone else? If you can't answer that question, how will you be competitive in a highly competitive time? How will you be competitive in the future? These are really important questions. These are questions that I would ask any client of mine. And we'd come up with a strategy. It looks different for each business, but in general, it looks a lot like collaboration. I want to find who has that audience, who has the trust, the access. How can I make an offer that's unbelievable to that audience? I don't want to just run ads. I don't want to just throw out a discount. I want to have access. I want to build my community. How can I do that? How can I make something that's so good that it's worth sharing? How can my net promoter score be over one? Every time somebody gets a product or a service from me, they they recommend at least one other person. If you think that's impossible, that's why you're losing. So why wait until the most competitive time to figure out how to compete? Makes no sense. Let's move on to this next piece. So we talked about before, we talked about during, let's talk about the aftermath. So if you run a pretty poor campaign for Black Friday and you sell to your whole list and it's super successful, you make 10, 20% of your yearly sales on that one weekend, it seems like success. But what you've done is you've sucked out all of your sales for months and months at a discount. This is what most people do. It's almost like using Groupon, right? I would say that it's the time-based equivalent of Groupon. You got a bunch of money. You got that payday loan, but you're instantly going to have to deal with the ramifications of that. The results are that you have less money in the future. So what I want you to do is focus on sustainability. We're going to dedicate future episodes to really digging in to these different strategies, the things that I work with people on building into their business. We're borrowing a lot of tactics from how successful coaches and consultants sell their programs and courses, and we're embedding that technology, that approach into physical products. So we're building in different funnels and upsells and cross-sells. Lots of people do that. Not quite like what I'm asking people to do, but it's pretty common. What's less common, and it really should be 100%, 100% of shops should be thinking this, but it really is pretty, le- it's, 
It's not as common as it should be. Every single business should be looking at how they can get recurring revenue. How can you get a subscription? How can you get money every single month from your customers? How can you flatten those peaks out so it's measurable, it's uh, reliable? Is there something that you can sell that's related to what your customer is trying to achieve, what your product does, or some other nature of your business and your brand that is consumable, that is shareable, that is reorderable, it's recurring in some way. And, you know, you see Amazon do it. If you ever want to see what the best e-commerce strategies are, look at what he, just look at what the winner does. Look at what the top of the market does. If you're not doing those things, you know, why are we talking about strategy? Why, you know, you see them cross-selling, you see them upselling, you see them bundling, you see them do it multiple times through the funnel. You see them do it when you're shopping. You see them do it when you add it to cart. You see it when you check out. Like you see it over and over again, but you also see that them rolling out subscription services. And if you're not doing this in some way or finding an adjacent product that you can plug in to grow your revenue through a subscription, let's talk about this next piece. And this is much less, much less common even than that, is I want you to treat your business like it is, it's designed to help someone achieve an end, a goal, a change in their life. And in that case, we can sell them a product, but we can also sell them the information of how to use the product, the information of how to achieve that result that they're trying to create. We can sell them on joining a community like a Facebook group or a Mighty Networks community. We can sell them on coaching or consulting, or we can sell them on a lot of things, like a personal call, but really smart, forward-thinking e-commerce businesses are doing this. Is If I was selling clothes, it's natural to say, hey, well, we also have a stylist, or hey, you just bought this, here's a piece of information on the 10 ways of of wearing this piece or Hey, for, for $49, you can get an initial consultation with a stylist and we'll say all the different brands that match this aesthetic and really put together a whole look or a lookbook for you. Something to go really way over the top, but to bring people in with information and knowledge that helps them actually become the thing that they want to be. So instead of just buying a shirt, that shirt is contributing to them feeling connected feeling a part of a community or a brand, feeling plugged in. This is incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful, and it opens the door for you to do affiliate sales, to do collaborations, build a community, and really establish a relationship continually with customers, which means that you don't have to rely on Black Friday. What you, You're not competing with other people because they don't provide that level of service. They're saying, hey, I'm going to do a really good job because I'm going to send a thank you note. Don't send a thank you note. Be thankful. Do the Go over the top. Actually help somebody achieve something great. And I have yet to find a business, at least with my community and my clients, I've yet to find a product where we couldn't enhance it with information, some type of engagement, coaching and consulting, and a community. 
And this takes this way over the top. This means that I don't have to wait for Christmas or Black Friday or Fourth of July or Labor Day. It means that I get massive referrals. It means that I get unbelievable user-generated content and testimonials. And it means that I can have recurring and subscription sales. So look, Black Friday is not going to save you. When you do the same strategy as everyone else, why are you thinking that you could possibly achieve extraordinary results like behavior like results everyone else is competing then why are you going to why are you going to magically win when you're not winning now you're going to win when everyone else is trying to win just do something different do something smarter if you'd like more information you can always just dm me uh let's let's chop it up i have a couple communities that we could join different ways that we can we can talk and make this relevant and contextual for you. But I just felt like this was really important because I see so many programs coming out about mastering Black Friday. And that's just, it's just not the move. That's not the strategy. That's not going to make or break your company. And if you're thinking that it, it will be, you're going to be part of that percentage of e-commerce brands or product businesses that struggle, that continue to struggle. So Reach out to me, ask the questions, and I'll turn that into content. I'll turn your questions into the fuel that launches this podcast. We're changing the format a little bit. I am bringing on more and more founders, uh, product product brand, let's say, uh, entrepreneurs directly, people that are launching products, people that have done Kickstarters or doing Kickstarters. And I want to give that firsthand knowledge. So it's not just me saying, Hey, this is how it works because I've seen it hundreds of times. I want you to hear it directly from people. So you don't have to think, Hey, this is just Callie making this up. It's coming from people that we can see, Hey, they're running six figure, seven figure product launches. They're running seven, eight figure brands. And these are the tips. These are the strategies. These are the tactics that they use. Let's get them in here. If you know somebody that would like to be on the show, we get pretty good reach on the show and we can really shine a light on new products and product launches and it'll connect you into our community and my clients. I think that would be really great. But if you know somebody that was a good fit for the show, hit me up. We'll get them on here. We'll chop it up. We'll talk about all the obstacles and the successes and you know the unexpected wins and uh, it's it's always a lot of fun to hear from founders. It's always a lot of fun. But a uh, little change in the format of the show, but really diving in deep, making sure that this stuff is relevant to you learning and making money, keeping it absolutely, completely real and uh, you know not getting sucked in. I'm not going to give you top 10 tips for Black Friday or some silly thing like that. I'm going to tell you how it really is. Uh, and give you real, actual advice. So that's it from me. My name is Callie Keen. This has been End Hype.